Welcome to the Politburo Podcast, where we discuss the politics, policies and international relations of China. This is the inaugural episode, episode number one. I am your podcast host, Dr. Dylan M. H. Lowe, and I am an assistant professor at NTU Singapore. This podcast aims to deliver concise, digestible analysis on various important aspects of China within 5 to 10 minutes. The format is simple. We dive straight into a hot topic concerning an aspect of Chinese state and society in each episode. Our topic for discussion in this episode focuses on China's Jack Ma and the future of big tech in China. A quick disclaimer, the content on this podcast and perspectives on this podcast are mine and mine alone and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by my employers or anyone else for that matter. It will not have escaped observers that trouble is brewing for Jack Ma. Of course, what precisely does this trouble mean remains to be seen. But let me get you quickly up to speed with what has happened so far. You recall that Jack Ma, the founder of Ant Financial and Alibaba, gave a speech in October 2020 criticizing the Chinese banking system and likening it to a pawn shop. His precise words translated to English is this. Today's banks still have a pawn shop mentality. Mortgages and guarantees are for a pawn shop, but if we go to extremes and relying solely on collateral assets, certain enterprises will pledge all their assets and the pressure will then be enormous. Very shortly after his speech, the highly anticipated IPO was then halted in November. The proposed IPO was staggering by most metrics, 872 times oversubscribed as investors scrambled for a slice of what would be the world's largest initial public offering. Thereafter, Jack Ma received a rectification order from the People's Bank of China, the central bank, and it outlined five ways in which Ant Group must comply with the regulator. And having branched into areas like insurance, credit and wealth management, these businesses must now be restructured into separate holding companies. Ant Group must also, according to rectification order, introduce new data privacy rules and improve compliance around the securities it manages for investors. And clients. In December, the billionaire reportedly offered a stake in the company to the state, perhaps thinking that this would placate and therefore tie the success of Ant Financial's IPO and its future prospects with the state. But the state did not bite and still asked Ant to initiate these reforms. In January this year, 2021, Jack Ma was absent from his own talent show, Africa's Business Heroes. This was an unusually long time for Jack to be absent in the public eye. Nevertheless, multiple reports later said that he was laying low, which seems the sensible thing to do given the pressure on Ant and on himself. Having said that, 
Jack Ma has resurfaced after weeks and months out of the public eye, appearing in his annual event where he paid tribute to recognize the achievements of rural educators on January 20th this year. This put to bed intense speculation over his whereabouts. I must add that Chinese tech companies in general are going through a rough patch at the moment as they face political pressure from the United States as well. And this move by the Chinese political leaders and regulators on Ant and Jack Ma will surely make other tech behemoths in China somewhat nervous. In July 2020, Chinese President Xi Jinping called on executives, including those from the tech industry, to be more patriotic and to help in the recovery efforts post-pandemic. He said, in English, outstanding entrepreneurs must have a strong sense of mission and responsibility. More strikingly, he said that they must align their business development with the goals of the nation and for the prosperity of the nation. In the span of just a year, Ant Group originated loans to half a billion people in China, which accounted for nearly a fifth of the country's outstanding consumer debt as of June 2020. Now, that is a lot of debt that it holds. So there are some genuine concerns from regulators over the financial risk, systemic risk that Ant may pose. But on the other hand, Perhaps there is a sense that Jack Ma has become a little too Elon Musk for its liking. It has allowed perhaps its personality, its charisma to be demonstrated too visibly. And political leaders in China are always quite careful and cautious of alternate, charismatic, powerful centers of personalities emerging. It has always been clear that private companies must comply with and adhere to state goals and aims, and there seems to be an uptick in the state wanting to exercise control and rein in what they feel are people and personalities and companies that are perhaps too powerful and too wealthy for very good reasons, because these alternative sources of perhaps influential opinion leaders and criticism in some instances can make the government very nervous, particularly in a post-pandemic environment where economic growth is going to slow and foreseeable short-term future. To conclude, I would say that this move against Jack Ma serves as a warning sign to other key opinion leaders in society across various domains And it also shows very clearly how firmly she has control over state and society with very little resistance. His traditional New Year message that he released at the beginning of this year was almost triumphalist in nature, showcasing how China has done well, not without reason, has done well in the fight against COVID-19. And with that, I end podcast number one. Thanks for listening once again. I'm your host, Dylan, and I hope to see you again. Take care.